Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings, us, to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing experiences we made as kids. I'm Gray Baker, and I'm your host because I'm the youngest child. Uh, with me, as always, are <laughs> Holland Baker, the oldest, and Allegra. Oh, wow. We don't even get to introduce ourselves <laughs> as your host. I'm oh, yeah, the youngest nope. child. I get Gray's taken over. <laughs> As is tradition. Yeah, of course. I'm the youngest, so obviously I have to be the one that talks the most. But Holland's the oldest, so she's actually kind of the brains behind it all. Love that. You know I, mean? I am less important and dumber. We're off to an auspicious start. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be us if we weren't kind of ragging on Allegra. Let's be honest here. I'm so glad you're not in person so you can't wiggle your fingers together and go, <laughs> Twinsies. Um, so what we do on this podcast is that each week one of us will present a movie to be critiqued the other two will be scoring that movie based on five specific categories and that final score will be added to a total score um, so we're kind of competing to see by the end of each season who's got the best movie score um, the five categories that we're judging each movie on are Nostalgia factor. Can I sit through this? Is it appropriate for children? Does it hold up to the test of time? And can we even follow along with what's happening? The presenting sibling will try to make their case for why this movie meets these qualifications and sway the judges toward their favor to garner the most possible points. And at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labored, labeled Master of the Remote Control and the loser will be deemed loser. VHS rewinder, just piece of shit all around. I don't know. We haven't really figured <laughs> that part out yet. But I think the the worst one, the one yeah. who will be punished. We yeah. need a way the, shorter way of saying that shit. You are not going to say three minutes of intro every single episode. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> well, it's just no. The this first is the episode. first episode. Full disclosure, guys, I am a little hungover, so it's going to take me a bit to ramp up to match your energy today. I went to Annapolis with our dad yesterday, and I drank way more than I have in the, like since before pre-pandemic, and I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> That's all right. Last night when we were watching this movie, I decided to actually smoke for the first time in a while, as opposed to just taking, like teensy teensy tiny bits of edibles so i am kind of feeling the residual like fogginess the next day you know <laughs> gotcha i was just like yeah that I mean, weed hangover <laughs> yeah especially because i was like oh fuck like this is i forgot what this is like and so i cannot imagine watching this movie high and both of you did this and I... Um, I best decision. Allegra says she had a completely different guys. Different I have, experience, but I, have I was so many I thoughts. was like belly laughing at scenes. I was so <laughs> stoked that I. By the way, I'm presenting this movie this week, so Holland and Allegra are going to be the judges. But I am so happy that this is my movie. That this is the debut movie. Oh my god, it was so good. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to give you to have you guys give me all tens except for one category, which let's all yeah, admit no. there's one category. I will say that's, there's one category there's, there's one that category. has a pretty low that score. That has a pretty low score. But everything else, I, I am I'm fully prepared to argue my way to getting at least a nine in each one. Okay. But, so um Spoiler I, alert, I don't have anything close to a nine. I have maybe one thing close to a nine. I don't, everything I have is lower than a nine. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I have I'll made, fix that. Don't I worry, have, I'll fix that. 
I have made zero scores. I have zero pre-scores. You're oh. supposed to have pre-scores. Guys, when I tell you that this movie was like an experience, I had highs and lows. Okay? I, I have <laughs> I went through something with this movie. I I don't know if we want to jump into it yet. I can save it when we actually well, start I can, taking it. I can the kind meeting. of you know, I can introduce so if you didn't see it on the title, the movie that I'm presenting is George of the Jungle starring Brendan Fraser and uh hold on hold on hold on Leslie Mann sorry yes. I always forget her first name <laughs> Leslie Mann 1997 1997 the year I was born um but oh didn't gosh. stop me from watching this <laughs> so many times so many times as this a wasn't this was um, a pretty heavy rotation movie in our household yes, oh big time very constant so much so that like there were sound effects that I like intuitively was like, that's going to happen in a second. And then it happened. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is weird. I was, it was like ESP. It was crazy how much this movie is just like ingrained into my, the back of my brain. All right. So anyways, uh, I'm going to read a little quick synopsis. Uh, George, Brendan Fraser has raised himself since he was a baby and a plane crash stranded him in an African jungle. Now an adult, George has his first human contact when he rescues explorer Ursula Stanhope, Leslie Mann, from a lion. George and Ursula connect, and she leaves her fiancé, Lyle, Thomas Hayden Church, and takes George back to San Francisco. But when George, George learns that his gorilla buddy has been captured, he and Ursula return on a rescue mission. Okay, couple things. Ursula, such a bad name for, like, the leading lady. I don't know. It's just such a like yeah, aggressive I made, name. I made that note as well. And this is a Disney movie. <laughs> it's confusing. Movie. Like a Disney movie would yeah. have made that connection to a movie they made less than 10 years prior. And she's our yeah. like good-hearted like, person. I don't know. Maybe a bunch of like angry moms are like, I named my daughter Ursula and you gave her a bad woman's name. You must redeem the word. I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, also. Yeah, I literally wrote in my notes, Ursula is a weird name for a heroine. <laughs> Yeah, it's because so we just weird. Know that as a villain, yeah. I want to so set the stage. I kind of already started to say this, but 1997. Where were we? I was fresh out the womb. <laughs> I mean, let me look up the specific day in which it was released. July 16th on my half birthday. Your half birthday. Your six month birthday. So my five and a half birthday. Half yeah. birthday. Holland Gray and I have, and I have the, the same, same birthday. birthday. <laughs> He was born on my fifth birthday, so I was five and a half. I don't think we saw this in theaters. If we did, I have no memory of that. This was more of a VHS rotation. Which, which for we us. owned. We owned the VHS and, and the, the DVD. DVD. When that shit came out oh, on yeah. DVD, this, like... we purchased it twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we so have this Allegra, in many formats. Allegra, you were two, almost three? Two and a half. I wouldn't say June is almost three. Well, I it's mean, July. I don't July. know. July. I don't know. I, my half birthday is in May. There's three months. Yeah. If we're going back in time yeah. to like single digit ages, halves count. Yeah. Yeah. You were like two and a half, two and three quarters. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I'll give you the quarter. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. think you guys saw this in theaters. I mean, I don't know. I don't think we did. I only ever I remember popping it in at home, but it was like a daily rotation for a while. I'm certain. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed, and I I probably was the the proponent of this movie being played as often as it was. I remember watching it like at my friends' houses too, like closer to probably when the VHS came out. Mm-hmm. Like I bet you we got this for Christmas that year, like in <laughs> yeah. like a stocking or something. I'm just um, saying. I think I was out. the one that was like. What movie are we watching? And I'm like, Jack of the Jackal. Gray, hold your fucking tongue, because I have a deeply personal relationship with this movie that I forgot about until watching it again. <laughs> okay. We'll get into it. Care Hold to share that or are we getting or, yeah, there? Do you, are, we getting, do, are we waiting till we're actually diagnosing let's, the film? Let's wait for free swim. Let's wait okay. till like... Okay. okay. I'm going to need like five uninterrupted minutes, but like I, I can cut it down to three. <laughs> so so okay. we... I, I forgot to to talk to our parents about this movie. I know that it was Oh, I got a more... voice memo from dad. Beautiful. 
All right, so we'll just we'll play that real quick so you kind of get a an idea of you know the parental thoughts. What are your memories of George of the Jungle slash Why do you hate it? Well, I didn't remember anything about it until it was on earlier this week, and uh, Brendan Fraser was just overacting, and with that cheesy smile that he was trying to milk for too long, and then the movie physics of this travel by vine across open expanses of jungle was kind of perplexing albeit cool to probably as a as a kid that'd be fun to do but i i just couldn't wrap my head around the uh the physics of that could you follow the plot do you remember following the plot i i wasn't watching it enough this week to follow the plot that was in and out okay what about like when you first took us I don't even remember anything about okay. it, no. <laughs> Thank you. It didn't stick in my memory. Well, yeah, that was that was Dad's Dad's thoughts. It seems kind of mundane, I, but because uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like we like we kind of talked about. I think Mom was the one that had more exposure to it. She's the one that, when the divorce happened, she's like, "I'm taking the George the Jungle." DVD. George of the Jungle. <laughs> they so great. Do you want to text her now and maybe we'll get a response before the end of the show? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> They're like in court separating their VHSs, like that couple with the Beanie Babies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dad's like, I, I'll. Yeah, <laughs> Dad's like, I want the Scarface limited edition DVD. And, and Austin this, Powers. Austin Powers in that Simpsons season one box set. You can keep everything else. <laughs> He's like, I'm taking the Betamax. <laughs> so fun fact. Because I know he did. Fun fact. One time growing up, dad was like, does your mom have the Little Mermaid VHS box? I'm like, uh, yes. He's like, the original? I'm like, yes. And he's like, that should have been mine in the divorce. I bought that VHS and now it's worth a lot of money. And I'm just like. No, Uncle Chris gave us that VHS. I know. So he's like, it should be mine because my best friend gave it to us. And I was like, Dad, I hate to break it to you. We have stepped on that VHS case so much, it will not close. All right. This is not going to make you any money on eBay. <laughs> we did transfer it to a different VHS case, though, that was in more pristine condition once we found that out, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we have the So, yeah, we have the original artwork um, for the Little Mermaid VHS where the castle looks like it has dicks on it. An accidental so, penis, yeah. yeah. I'm sure accidental all... or maybe on sneaky on purpose. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Apparently the story goes that that guy truly, All right, truly so let's let's get into our but, pre-watch right. oh, really? notes. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? What do we remember okay. before we watched the movie? What do we remember? I've got a great one, but I want to hear you guys first. Okay, I'll go first because I don't have a ton. Um, my first note is shirtless Brendan Fraser was hot as fuck. Even as like a five-year-old, I knew that it was important that he was shirtless the whole time. <laughs> important. Like, <laughs> I think I knew it would be important to me, for, like, for some reason. I don't know. I don't want to call it a sexual awakening. I was a little too young, but I was like, there were stirrings. Um, you were just like, gorilla. Mm, I'll put a pin in that for about Yeah, I'm going to book my, I'm going to dog ear this. Um, talking gorilla plays chess, sings show tunes. Yeah, Ursula, weird name for a heroine. George with the horses. Allegra knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Lyle, chicks, best am I right? name. <laughs> What's up with chicks and horses? Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> What's up with chicks and horses? <laughs> Treehouse was awesome. Presidents of the United States of America opening credits song. And uh, it was a heavy rotation VHS. All right, Allegra. Um, so I was like, I have watched this movie many, many times throughout my life, including adulthood. That is false. I learned immediately within five minutes that I have not watched this movie in adulthood. Um, that's, that's going to be a running theme of my pre-watch notes, directly contradicting fucking experience. <laughs> I definitely know that the nostalgia is high, but I have gone through journeys as I watched this film at different ages. Also false. Definitely not true. <laughs> As a child, had zero crushes and zero sexual feeling feelings, and I thought it was hilarious. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> she just gave a pointed look. <laughs> uh, I thought it was one of the funniest movies of all time. Um, an absolute banger. Laugh a fucking minute. Very memorable. I, I didn't remember fucking anything. I basically watched this movie for the first time. But also, like, I knew every line and instance. But whatever. We'll get into that. Um, I do think, uh, I remember thinking it was a little long, especially once they leave the jungle. Um, I remember the narrator being funny. Um, George, hilarious. Gorilla's hilarious. I, oh, okay. I thought the elephant was real. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the elephant was a real elephant, you guys. Like, I thought it was a real... Wait, you as, thought a, they as a child a real or when you were high? No, Which when one? I, when I was a child. When I was okay, a child. okay, okay. Guys, I was... Okay, I wasn't just a little high. I was, like, maybe too high to watch this. Because I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I thought the gorillas were real. I thought the elephant was real. This was me being, like, I swear to God, I thought I watched this movie recently but the fact that i had no fucking idea that this elephant was 100 percent cgi the entire fucking time i was like how old was i that i thought this was like pristine cgi like okay hold on in your own defense and i guess in in the defense of the movie there was one scene where i think it was a real elephant yeah, one when they were shot it. when they were writing it and with right. like Hawaii as the background. Yeah, I was wondering that was the was one shot. time I think that was a real elephant, and there might have been like yeah. one or two other shots, but like obviously not like the running or you know the the frolicking. <laughs> the fetch. Yeah, the horrifying the fetch. monstrous dog tongue scenes. <sighs> well, the thing is, a lot of times it was a real elephant with a CGI tongue. So that, like, or that's at least point. like a at least like a puppet. That's with what I'm saying. CGI I think tongue. it was a puppet. I think there was like a puppet leg. There was definitely a puppet trunk when he picked up Ursula. <laughs> puppet leg for all the times it peed on people. Oh <laughs> the pee was. Hold so on, wait, wait. Upsetting. I want to. I want to okay, okay, okay. right, I, I just. I want to finish oh. my my like. I'm digging my own grave with the pre-watch notes. Also, oh, I just want to talk about. Remember the previews on the VHS was fucking Mighty Joe Young. Remember they previewed? I've only ever seen that preview. I've never, never seen, seen that the movie, movie in my fucking life. Fucking Mighty Joe Young. And it was like another gorilla movie preceding the gorilla movie, but it was like serious. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. De- I definitely I remember that. I right. don't remember that being in conjunction with George, Part of but the... I remember that preview kind of. Anyway, great. Go for it. All right. So I, not surprisingly from how I've been speaking about this movie, remembered a decent amount for how young I was the last time I saw it. I don't think I've seen this movie since I reached double digit age. Um, Yeah. So here's what I wrote. Baby survives plane crash raised by gorillas and has a dad gorilla who is British and smart and plays chess in women's clothing. I don't know why I kept thinking that this gorilla wore drag. I don't know why. I think it was Tarzan. I think you and I both thought about Turk in the dress. I don't even remember watching Tarzan, so it must just be a bleeding of memories. Maybe it was from when jo- oh, guys. Maybe it was when George was wearing the dress. Oh my god. Maybe that's what I got confused. That's- or at the end of the movie when like Lyle gets stuck in the cave and kisses him because he thinks oh, it's Ursula. Maybe like, that's maybe what it is. That okay, was hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me keep going because that ties okay. into it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> douche with a lighter shaped gun comes on a safari where he wants fucking... to kill the white ape. I totally ape forgot about that gun. That's, I remembered that because you I remembered was... white ape. Yeah, kill the white ape or some shit. All the African <laughs> guides constantly rip on him. Judd Apatow's wife is the fiance of Lyle named Ursula. They find George. She falls in love with him, but then the white people leave. George comes back to San Francisco with them. Ursula's mom has the hots for. No. George goes back to Africa, maybe because of the mom. I was half right. I just, no, I thought it was like, I don't know. Anyways. Well, it was the opposite. Yeah. Lyle goes back to kill George for some reason. He fails and dad gorilla does some sort of assault on him. <laughs> that was true. Yeah. So I had a, 
a warped memory of the whole thing and so yeah but it was not off i mean it was there it's was like some almost things, little yeah. details but yeah so d plus that's d plus on mine i'm like on the movie uh-uh this thing's getting in an a today my friends <laughs> Yeah, let's just dive in. Okay. Oh, boy. Such a fun movie. Oh, my God. I had so much fun watching this movie. Nostalgia factor through the root. Pegged the whole movie. Makes no sense. (laughs) This movie does not make any sense. you can follow it. Oh! That's my lowest score. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay. What's, what's there Why not to follow? Why is Ursula here? For adventure. Why is Ursula here? For adventure. <laughs> Does she know how to speak Swahili? Seemingly Never explained. not. No, she's just a rich white chick. What do you mean? She's like, I'm going to hire all I these people like... to take me on an adventure. <laughs> but she was respectful. She appreciated them. You know, she was like, I'm just here to soak up you know, some sweet bliss uh, in nature with these nice people. That was not explained until halfway through the movie that she was there for adventure. <laughs> Gorillas are extremely dangerous. And even when people go see them in zoos, you have to wear special glasses that make it look like you're never making eye contact with gorillas or else they will try to murder you. So. <laughs> well, remember, I don't think she was there for the gorilla thing. It was Lyle in the poster. Well, that's my point, Gray. We don't know oh, why yeah, also, she was just, there. How did Lyle even find her in the middle of that? Because he has the best the two trackers in the world. <laughs> that sounds right. Also, what what are their motivations to get rich off of some animal? They're, vaguely? they're just poachers. Yeah, they're just poachers. And they just happen to come across a talking gorilla, and they're like, "This is our meal ticket now." Like, well, what the no, we're gonna be like Sigmund, Siegfried, and Roy. This was all explained. This was all explained. Okay. They were there because the they heard. The exposition of this movie was Hold on. very flawed. Hold on. Okay. False. <laughs> they said it very clearly. They were all very. sitting around. It was either the fire or just they were sitting around camp. And they said, he was like, tell me about the white ape. The guy talked about the white ape. Right? And so they were like, we heard this urban legend. It's like people hunting for Bigfoot. And they even mentioned Bigfoot. They were just like, let's try to get it. While we're here. This rich dude hired us to find his chick. We did it. Let's see if they can take us to the white ape. They do. But while they're there, they're like, check out that elephant. It's got ivory. That's going to make a lot of money. But then before they're shooting the elephant, the gorilla comes out and starts to talk. And they're like, that's the money meal. We can have a whole show in Vegas. That's going to get a money meal. Money ticket. Meal ticket. Uh, Meal ticket. Shit. Okay. (laughs) That's the big bucks. Um, that's how we're going to make the most money. Let's take that gorilla and make it our, you know, show monkey. So like, it was all laid out clear and simple, plain as day. Um, okay. Well, whatever. I still think, I still think the movie was a little confusing. Not, I, I'm not saying I did not have a good time. I'm just saying the plot was all over the fucking place. (laughs) Um, although I forgot how much I enjoyed the narrator and how much like the narrator interacts with the characters and like all of the fourth wall breaking. Yes, me too. I forgot about it. And then I even wrote, yeah, in the notes, love the narrator. Um, I also wrote the first thing I wrote before I said, I'm so pumped for this movie. So the second thing I wrote was theme song immediately slaps. Oh, so great. Yeah. Such an yeah. iconic theme And song. also, is it kind of, is it bad that I remember so many weird little details about this movie, but I wrote, I forgot about the whole bit about how he's clumsy, even though it's in the, <laughs> th- in the song, watch <laughs> out for that tree. I forgot about that part. I know. Stop, I know. Tar- Tarzan. I didn't okay. realize how hey. 90s this movie was. Like, not oh, only so is good. George dumb, he's like 90s dude dumb. He's, yeah, um, there were there were some flaws where it comes to his intelligence because I'm like, how is that the gorilla talks speaks perfect English 
I but kept George speaks like that. a moron. And then I was like, yeah. oh, wait, that makes sense. It's from all the concussions. Oh. oh. <laughs> sure. Okay. I. That's how my I, brain I, I justified also, it. That's how my brain I justified it. I also had the exact same thought. I'm like, he was raised by the John Cleese ape. Why doesn't he speak like John Cleese ape? Yeah, like... I think it's from all the concussions. <laughs> okay, so this was I, I I saw this movie a billion times, so I was having the same thing as Gray as like I knew what they were about to say right before they were going to say it, even though it also felt like I was watching the movie for the first time. Um, this is the first time I realized that the John Cleese ape is the ape named ape. Wait, I mean, I just didn't remember what his name like, was. Remember it? Yeah, in the I, theme I didn't know what song, his name was, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, ape." No, but in the theme song, President of the United States goes, and something something. He's here, an ape named Ape, and in the IMDb, he's credited as just Ape. And at one point, the narrator says, "George has to rescue the ape named Ape." I'm like, "This is new information." I never even. <laughs> That was such minimal information for me (laughs) that I was like, I don't give a fuck. All right, whatever. I went through a fucking emotional journey because... On Ape Named Ape? No, on this movie! Because (laughs) I, a person who, like, with, like, I know I have really shitty memory, but, like, I was such a late bloomer. Like, I didn't get, like, crushes on people until maybe the eighth grade. I didn't have, like... I never had sexual feelings for fictional care like holland was the boy crazy stacy i was the tomboy christy <laughs> who like didn't ever have boyfriends or interests. right wait oh. you didn't you hold on let me get this straight you didn't have feelings for fictional characters um not sexual feelings <laughs> that is the key term sexual feelings i know what grace thinking about we're not gonna bring it up on this podcast or i'm not doing this podcast for you <laughs> Let's just say we stumbled upon a fan fiction moment that Allegra didn't intend for anyone to see. Let's not. (laughs) Okay, yeah, we'll move on. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Guys, tweet your guesses at at (laughs) (laughs) Latchy6. Who was the fan fiction about? Oh, you can't guess. Allegra was a weeb. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Okay, Um, anyways, Allegra, continue about your sexual awakening with George of the Jungle. Let's be honest. Literally, it might have been my sexual awakening. I think it was all of our straight, sexual awakening. As a straight white man, I was like, huh. He looks so incredible. Good. I think that's oh my his gosh. real hair. I, just, I don't think it is. is I don't think it's his real hair. His hair is amazing. I think it oh is. My God, guys, I need. You think it is his real hair? Okay, okay. I need I think 60 it's his real seconds. Hair. I need 60 seconds to go through every single moment that like is burned into my brain and what apparently has influenced the rest of my life in terms okay. of what I find attractive. God, you were fucking stoned. Jesus. Um, the scene where he's in the tree with like the flower in his hair and he's like with Tuki Tuki Bird, that's an important moment. Um, the scene at the wedding at the end when his hair is kind of pulled back and he's wearing the leopard skin, whatever, very important moment. I think the reason I'm bisexual is George of the Jungle in drag. Um, the scene where he's trying on suits, the scene where he's in the black, but with like the tan jacket was like a very 1990s Ralph Lauren. Like I wanted to die. So good. So good. (sighs) I just, when he's running with the Jordan airs. Okay. When he's so sweaty I have to say something about the Jordans. (laughs) It was actually, they're not even Jordans. They're Nike airs. Whatever. But well, well, okay. I wrote. In here, I was like, oh, I forgot about the shameless product placement. Also, I so wanted much. <laughs> I wanted those Nikes so badly. And, and Meg, who's sitting next to me, goes, how do you remember that it was shameless product placement when the last time you saw this movie was when you were like six? And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know, but I know. <laughs> I wanted those Nikes so badly because George of the fucking jungle was running in them. Like, oh my god, I wanted them so badly. I wanted yeah. them too, Gray. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> and yeah, also, no. the Brendan horse scene. Frazier, okay, the horse scene. Jesus Christ. Yes. That <laughs> is erotica. I also wrote, yes! this movie is horny. This whole it's movie so horny. is so horny. Okay, but honestly, 
the dancing scene in the jungle was oh so tender, God. like genuinely so tender. Can I it was so like I was I was touched. I was like, this is beautiful. I know what he's like. There's no one here to be embarrassed in front of. Just George. Okay, that was yeah. way too articulate. I like almost teared up. Yeah, so I was. Feelings. Yeah, I was like this. I did say, you know, this movie is horny, but also, and I wrote again, this is the second time, soundtrack slaps. During the dancing oh, the scene, dance. like I've the- I've been waiting for you all my life. Life? Wait, yeah. yeah. Total miracle. Day I've been waiting all my life. I remembered every line to that fucking song. <laughs> oh my god. I- Day So good. So good. Yeah. Guys, can um, I, I have- I have two- things that are like jutting jousting in my mind but okay uh, as a child as soon as i think i watched this movie so many times that i started to get it warped about like the plot beats to the point where as soon as ursula shows up like you know is with george i'm like they're in love they're already in love like they <laughs> like the movie to me does not end on the climax of them realizing and sharing their feelings for each other it like as soon as the flowers in his hair they're fucking in love and as soon as lyle shows up i'm like why are you ruining everything i forgot i didn't connect that lyle fucking shoots him and that's why they leave the jungle i was like why are you leaving the jungle it's perfect here i forgot he showed up at the end and is in like a cult is he's a cult oh, yeah. leader i forgot that I too completely that forgot what, about that like the whole like you know, battle with the poachers. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then Lyle shows yeah. up and I'm like, I forgot about Lyle. What a twist. What great writing on the writer's part. <laughs> this movie is amazing. I also feel twist. like- Twist, I, I remembered twist. him surprising me every time I watched the movie. <laughs> Lyle? Because the movie felt so long to me as a child and I was so invested in their love that every time they were like, Lyle? And the narrator went, Lyle. I was also like, Lyle. I love the narrator, dude. The narrator was so good. Um, I will say Thomas Hayden Church as Lyle also doing an amazing job. I can't. Yes. Also, good hair. I everyone good hair, has great but hair in this the movie. The most punchable face in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. That actor, I Perfect only know villain. him as Lyle. Yes. Watch me too. Watching oh yeah, saw Spider-Man three. Divorce. I'm like, it's Lyle it's with the striped Lyle. shirt. Yeah, it's Lyle. Oh my god, I forgot he was in Spider-Man three. He's the Sandman, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so oh my he, god, he was also in that when, divorce show. Wait, wait, wait. When there was, <laughs> there was, they're like, they looked upon it in awe. Ah. I said awe. A W E. Ooh. I. Meg. Meg goes. Hey. Helping children spell child appropriate. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, good point. Excellent point. Holland, Holland, what were you about to say that I am about to defend? You said it gets oh, docked. I think <laughs> the child appropriateness gets docked for just how horny this movie is, though. <laughs> but it doesn't. Everybody is it's not beyond after George. You, yeah. But it's that's... not, it's not like. It's not None of that entered my brain. Yeah, it's not inappropriate. <laughs> I love George the only the way a five-year-old girl can love someone. Also, you know, it's not sexual. It is pure. Yeah, and, hey, the the dick jokes you only get as an adult, so which is it's there jokes. for the adults. You know, it's just like in like Shrek. Don't want to name other movies that we're gonna go over, but like in Shrek, all of those super adult jokes were for the parents. And I have on record Dad even saying. He loved watching Shrek because there was enough humor for both the kids and the adults. That's his I exact think this reasoning for like SpongeBob. Exactly. I think Ape is also kind of creepy. Ape? Towards Ursula. Is that just because John Cleese is creepy? <laughs> no, Wait, how is he creepy? Because he was like trying to keep his distance from her. Yeah, he pretended not to talk to stop freaking her out. I didn't get any weird vibes from Ape named Ape. Yeah, Colin. You're crazy. Um, so but I'm just I love the dick joke. Point. The dick joke of I see why he's king of the jungle. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god! I the am mega that horny, horny friend. friend. I yeah. am that horny friend. <laughs> Can I have him? Uh, yeah, honestly. Okay. Yes. But like, oh, so oh, hold what? on. 
I'm sorry, just one thing. This movie is what informed me on what a scrunchie is. I had never heard that word before. I just made that note. Is never it's... not wearing a scrunchie. <laughs> she dropped her scrunchie. I remember. Yeah, her. that that is burned into my brain, and that's what I. That's literally how I was like, oh, that's what a scrunchie is, or that's what that's a word. I learned a new word in this movie. Brendan Fraser's acting is very over the top. He commits. <laughs> he is one hundred percent committed. But like my one hundred percent. Oh yeah, my I respect the commitment because, but, but when I was high, I was vacillating between intense nostalgia, emotional journey, um, and this this adult man. They were like, "Congratulations, Brendan Fraser! You will be the lead in a Disney children's film. Here is your loincloth. This is basically gonna be your main outfit, and you're Here's gonna your speak loincloth and your spray tan. You're gonna speak in broken English, right? And it's like." And like, ooh, ee, ah, ah, like a monkey. And I'm like, if you don't commit 100%, it all falls apart. It's like, it's hanging by a fucking thread that this guy speaks like, George just lucky, I guess. Like, ugh, big Aaron <laughs> Hansen energy. I just, he's hey, an adult man. He, I think adult. he killed it with what he was given. Yeah. Can we also talk about how much I miss San Francisco and how this movie does an amazing job at spotlighting yes. the city? Yes. So good. Way to have a scene on the Bay Bridge instead of the Golden right. Gate Bridge. I know. Because couldn't get the Golden Gate, but whatever. <laughs> well, also, because there's no, like... More people drive on the Bay Bridge. There's no, like... Ah, uh, never mind. Yeah. But it was also taller, you know? Yeah. But I, I was also... Was... I was like, holy shit, a dude actually swung on the Bay Bridge. Like... That I know, wasn't I was like, CGI. How did they film this? You know? I mean, I'm sure, you know, he was hooked up to shit. But yeah. I'm like, they closed the lane of the Bay Bridge because there were like fire trucks on the Bay Bridge. Um, I and thought he was actually swung. skydiving. I thought Brendan Fraser was in a real parachute. Oh, he... that, that CGI was rough, too. <laughs> the green screen. Yeah, that was a little rough. Oh, and I, I kept, every time he would swing into something, I'm like, dead, serious injury. <laughs> so when he, sw- when, he, when he hit the boat, I'm like, instant death. Instantaneous yeah. death. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, at one point, her friend is eating a Seas Candy butterscotch lollipop, which I appreciated. Sees <laughs> candy representation in this movie. I will just say this was the f- movie where this is the first time I had ever heard my way. Frank Sinatra's my way. So when I heard the real version, I thought it was too slow. Oh, no. <laughs> Your first introduction to was Frank Sinatra's Ape? my way was Ape <laughs> singing it in a Vegas show in the after credit scene of George of the Jungle. And for a long time, I felt it was the superior version. I found something out, and this was just this is just good continuity. This is just good set design, or maybe okay. it's props or or whatever. But that one tree that's in his like property, I guess you could call it, near his his treehouse, that just has a George size hole. It's an imprint yeah. from all the times he's crashed in that same spot. I'm like, clever. It's just fun You're set dressing, it. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Love to see it. Also, can we talk about how racist Ursula's mom is? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She literally Amboy. made a Jungle Fever reference. Yeah. I'm like, what? That actress is amazing, though. She her also, last name's oh, Holland. Or isn't her first, na- first last name Holland? Her first name's Holland. Yeah. She yeah. commits. She her, fucking commits. Yeah. Her slicked back hair was so gross. So gross during like I, the gala. No, I hated that as a kid. I hated her wet looking hair. Meg pointed it out immediately. It was like her hair is fucking disgusting. Okay, British poacher. Definite Nazi vibes, right? Is that just me? <laughs> Definite Nazi-ish vibes. I was kidding. Whenever like... he talked to like the African guides, I was like, you're getting too close. I don't feel comfortable with you speaking to them. So I was I getting know. just yeah, like I mean, a big, I, just bad vibes all around. I was getting like a very big into the clash kind of vibe, but there there is something to be said about early punk scenes being sort of neo-Nazi-ish, but that's a different discussion. Sure. You're reminding me of someone who was in Spice World, but I don't actually think he was in Spice World. But that that's also that's a movie Nazis. I do <laughs> not remember at all. 
Um, I remember it's on our we list. don't we don't have to get into it. I only remember one scene <laughs> from that movie, and it involves the the Tower Bridge. Um, okay, iconic scene. <laughs> when do we want to talk about scores? Let's do it. Let's talk about Let's scores. Do it. So hold on. Let me let right. me go in. Just give give my closing arguments. Okay, yeah, give your closing arguments for each category. Okay. First category, nostalgia factor. If this is not pegged to a 10 for you, what more did you need? Like, yourself in the movie? Because we watched the goddamn shit out of this movie. Allegra even pointed out that it was so ingrained that she also had that intuition of, like, lines and scenes. Maybe they're a little jumbled up. And sound effects and music and... I mean, how is that not a 10 is all I'm going to say with that. <laughs> Next is sit through ability. I can't speak highly enough. And I have, you know, I've been saying it this whole time. It was so much fucking fun to watch. I mean, even though it was definitely a kid's movie, you know, there was just, it was fun. It was silly. It was like, it was dumb, but in a good way, you know, it was very kind of, uh, self-deprecating in certain ways to where like when you're an adult you can kind of be like i see you you know i see what you're doing it didn't take itself too seriously you know so you're able to enjoy it both as a kid and as an adult which goes into the next one which is appropriate for children sure it was a little horny but like again you're not really picking up on that when you're a child and it's something for the adults that are taking their kids to this movie you know, it's so they can sit through it and not be groaning at the terribly CGI'd elephant, the the lion fight, the just super campy, overdramatic Lyle. Um, you know, like, you're not rolling your eyes the whole time. You're able to still, like, you know, hang, hang out with it. And the kids, as Allegra said, is, you know, the funniest movie ever made. So, does it hold up? <laughs> Kinda. This is one where I'm like, I totally understand if you think that that should get docked a few points. I don't think it should go lower than like a six, maybe a five. Because again, it was still so much fun and like perfectly 90s to where it's still fun to watch. Um... You know, there were some things where you're like, oh, Ursula's of the conservative gender, like, in the mind of conservative gender roles. I wrote roles. that down. Being of the conservative mind concerning gender roles, I was Ursula like, took him to Neiman Marcus or whatever. <sighs> to which I said, love a progressive king wearing a dress. George of the Jungle did it first, Harry Styles. Bam. <laughs> See? Holds up. Because he was down with it. The George. protagonist was down with it. George but, okay. the first brick of Stonewall is basically what we're saying. Yeah. So there, you helped me. It should be raised up to lowest you can give that is a seven because it was great. All right. Calm and down. I was even saying, okay, any like, you know, the mom was racist. That's why she was an antagonist. You know, a movie still holds up when the Nazi is the, the, the bad guys. Glorious Bastards, still a good movie, even though it has Nazis in it. Anyways... <laughs> Doesn't matter how much fake tan they argument. put on Brendan Fraser, he's still a white man. He's the white ape. Yeah, but it's it's an African under. Can we follow this? Can we follow this? I had no problem. I had to, I didn't know I'd have to explain to you what was clearly established in the beginning of the film. I had all the exposition I needed. The theme song gave me all the exposition I needed. It was fun for the kids to watch, and I got, I learned something, you know. <laughs> What'd you learn, I mean, Gray? yeah, sure, it was a silly movie, but it, I, I mean, in terms of things going or progressing, I'm like, yeah, the, the, the hospitals are better in San Francisco than maybe in the middle of a jungle. So let's take them <laughs> on our private jet back to San Francisco. Is that Not what you New learned? York or London or, you know, Rome, which might be a little closer and still have more <laughs> know, established. Maybe as just a little more established hospitals, but it's still, it's not like this movie was a clusterfuck that you couldn't even figure out which way was, or like 
which way was up and down. Okay. So I think this Holland, you bring up a great point. You both bring up a great point. That should knock it down for uh like logic because our stepsister Jess traveled to Africa and it took at least twenty eight hours to get there. If a man had a fucking gunshot wound, do you think they would fucking take him? He had like a little band aid on his he head. Going like four <laughs> different okay, planes. A guy and a fell bus. off like a seven hundred foot rope bridge in this movie and had like three bandages. Obviously, they established no one dies in this movie, okay? They so just they, get really big boo-boos. Yeah, so he had some leeway. He had some more time. Like, okay, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. My daddy's money can pay for it. Let's go to San Francisco. All right, Allegra, let's go through our scores. Oh, yeah. I, so I originally... I got him now. I originally had Nostalgia Factor at a 7, but I bumped it up to a 9. Because I was convinced by your argument. It was, you. It's a very nostalgia-filled movie. What about you, Legra? Um, I have it at an 8. I think for all of my scores, I still think there's room for Gray to try to convince me a little bit. But I don't think in good conscience I can give it a perfect 10. Because no, I really have not thought about this movie in a long time. Well, that's not what nostalgia yeah. is. No, it's I know. the like, feeling you get when you watch it. I know, but like... You literally had, like, repression released when you watched this movie. <laughs> yeah, so I'll bump it up to a what, nine. Again, what more do you need? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of other movies. I docked it because there were lots of things I did not remember. There, exactly. I'm like, there was still a lot I did. I totally forgot about. Okay, so is this memory or is it nostalgia? <laughs> Because nostalgia is the I can't have nostalgia get. for things I can't remember, Gray. But then when it comes up, were you not like, oh my god, the horse scene? So, okay. So well, I remembered the horse. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Gray, what, what I mean is, like, there were definitely parts where I'm like, I remember this. I remember enjoying it. Let's watch it. And there were also scenes where I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot about this, but I'm loving experiencing it again. And then there were scenes where I'm like, I'm watching this for the first time. I do. I am lost. I am confused. Did I miss something? I was high. I also did fall asleep at the end. Uh, but I think that has more to do with I was very high and very tired and in my bed. Yeah, I don't think the movie should be docked for that. So I can give it a nine, but I don't know. She bumped know. it up to a nine. Okay, I, bumped, all right. I bumped it up to a nine. I just don't think it's perfection. Okay. Yeah. Reasonable. Okay. Uh, can we sit through this? I have it at an eight. I'm keeping it at an eight. Decent. I put it at a seven because I did fall asleep. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I mostly just docked it because it's me. like, as an adult, there were mo some moments where I was like, okay, let's let's go. I had, a, but it's still eight. Totally respectable. I have it at a seven because I I just really had a problem with the way George spoke. Every time he spoke with his broken, like... The dude is of depreciated mental capacity. I mean, what more? You got cut the guy some slack. I just couldn't handle it. It was just really cringy. I thought it was cute and endearing. Um, It was a fun right. movie. I mean, I don't know. What are you... I, are you keeping it at a seven? Yeah, I don't know. you bumping it up to an eight? I think I'm fine with seven. Okay. Okay. Appropriate for children. I had it at a seven. I'm keeping it at a seven. Oh, I, come on. I have it as a nine. Okay. Thanks, Allegra. I, I, like, I, it's, I love this movie as, for, as a kid. It's bright. It's colorful. It has a really high production value. Like, they fucking built some water slide and shit. Like, it, it doesn't get boring. Like, production value? A dude was swinging on the Bay Bridge. Yeah. That's not like, cheap. I know. I, I gave it a seven. <laughs> I give it a seven because, like, as an adult, I just, like, even with so much nostalgia, I was, like, like the only reason this is fun is because it's probably been more than a decade since I've seen this. I don't know if this is ever going to be a movie I'm going to rewatch anytime soon. But I that, would that's recommend That's not what we're judging. Are we still on appropriate no, no, no. for children? Or? I'm about to finish my fucking sentence. Um, but I would definitely recommend this to kids. I would recommend this to friends of mine who are having kids. Me too. Okay, I would be like, I'll babysit your kids and then we'll put on this movie. 
Okay, I bumped mine up to an eight. Okay, awesome. does it hold up? I have it at a seven. I had it as a... Which, according to Gray, is the lowest I can technically go. <laughs> I had it as a six. I had it at a seven. I kept it at a seven. I had it as a six, but I would bump it up to a seven. Nice. All right. This All is right. shaping up to be not too bad. <laughs> can we follow this? I had it at a five, and I'm going to keep it at a five. <laughs> Come on. Even after I explained it? <laughs> that's on you. I was I, That was clear cut for me. At least a it six. Was, Come on. Everything was explained at the wrong point in the movie. It was just like kind of, it wasn't the tightest it could be plot wise, you know? It was just like, it was very, it seemed very aimless to me, which I understand as a kid's movie, but like. It was pretty Yeah, I mean, sauce. come on, this, this isn't fucking, you know, The Shining. <laughs> okay. We're not leading up. <laughs> All right, but like, Ice Age was so much easier to follow. I know we're not yeah, doing it. because it was boring. But. The, you only had to focus on one thing. The Find plot, the kid's dad. The That's plot it. here is paper thin. I put this at a yeah. four. Yeah. Because yeah. the yeah. plot is paper we, thin, so it's easy to follow along. No, to. it's you no, want it them. not. It's, it's, you're <laughs> ping ponging around all I over don't the know place. why we're doing anything. Like, like exactly. So, all right. So exactly. I love <laughs> I love trashy romance novels with no real plot. But at least I understand why what we're doing and why we're here. This, it was like, why are we in the jungle? Why are we following this trail? Why are we going back to San Francisco? He's clearly only got a bump on his head. Like, why is Lyle back? Lyle was in jail, and then we don't see him for half the movie, and suddenly he's ordained? It's like, oh, he escaped, and now he's a cult leader, and he can marry you. What? <laughs> Where does that even come from? We, like... Just one, one I think scene. Five is generous. One scene where we cut back to Lyle in prison, and like see, like, but no, he's just back, and we're told this is. There was a scene that they cut back, and he's in prison. And but no, they see him in the lineup, and then we don't see him in again the lineup. For, for I know. At least I'm, that's Thirty minutes, we do not see Lyle, and then Which like I, he's hey, just referenced my opinion, as being in jail. In my opinion, help the movie. We have so much time with Kwame and the guides. We never see them again. These guys are poachers, but suddenly they're they're in a different movie where there's a talking ape, and that's their motivation. That talking ape was here from day no, one. No, I. They just recognized four. that they could make money. Off You're of that staying ape. at four. Four. You're staying at four. Okay. Ah, oh, you guys are killing me. I gave you two nines. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Allegra, what's your total? My total is 37. Um, God, you're going to make me do math? Oh, God. <laughs> you have to add up five numbers. <laughs> 36. All right, so that brings so it's a total. 73? I will to give 73. you a This is lower point. than Ice Age. You guys didn't have more fun watching Ice Age this got than a Ice bonus Age. point. Do we and get any bonus points I'm about this? to Bonus points for it. George's bod. Bonus, bonus points, points for, for the George's horse bod. scene. The horse, horse scene specifically. The horse scene. How many bonus so, points? Just one? What, like 69 bonus we, points? We can each give one bonus point. <laughs> each? Okay. I'm giving a bonus point because of my emotional journey, but we'll summarize that in just saying the horse scene. Okay, so if, 75. But, Holland, you can't give a, a bonus point. A solid C. I don't think you can give a bonus point, Holland, if your bonus point is also the horse scene. Yes, you can. I just had his fucking body. Yeah, she said his okay. fucking body. By the way, there was an interview with Brendan Fraser. Um, it was about him coming forward about his sexual assault. It's a good article, but it's, like, it's not fun. But he does – they don't ask him about George of the Jungle, like, his thoughts and feelings about it, looking back. And he's like, I was just a steak. I was just a piece of meat. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you were. Yes, you were. <laughs> oh, you guys and seem God unashamed about him. it. It was a different context. He wasn't saying that he was ashamed of the movie. Anyway, read the article. Um. All right. So, Gray. So, first movie. Gray's got 75 points. A solid C. I think that's pretty solid. 
it feels considering accurate. some of the other movies we have on our list <laughs> before we before we wrap up uh, let's give some movie facts okay um so this movie came out july 16th 97 it got a box office of 105.3 million what was the budget okay uh, the budget was $55 million. Oh, That's sorry. Good. Box office was $174.4 million. So it tripled its investment. Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, I forgot that there was a TV, an animated TV series. I saw like the first 20 minutes of, of Georgia the I know Jungle there's too. a sequel. Oh, oh I saw the sequel on Disney+. Plus. I read the 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 synopsis and was like oh my god that sounds isn't spencer breslin horrible. in it guys they recast everyone except for the narrator and lyle lyle is in the second lyle one? is Oof. in the second lyle one. is like the main anti oh again but i think he's more involved in the actual like plot i remember catching like the first 20 or 30 minutes on disney channel once so some fun facts i don't think i've ever seen it um the ground in the jungle was made out of mashed potatoes. What? Ew. <laughs> Why? What? Because of all, everyone kept falling down? During an interview, weird. co-star Leslie Mann confessed that she developed a real-life crush on Brendan Fraser during filming I mean, and ultimately fell wouldn't? in love with him. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Uh so fucking hot he only gets hotter as the movie goes on so dana olsen the screenwriter uh when she began her spec script called gorilla boy she uh intentionally or sorry he my bad he intentionally avoided disney because he knew that the film had rights to george of the jungle and figured they wouldn't be interested in another tarzan type spoof but as it turned out disney did not have a script for the movie and happily looked at it and then obviously bought it some scenes filmed for the movie but cut out of the final product include George saving Ursula from a quicksand pit, George and Beatrice's dog Coco exploring the mall. What? Who is Beatrice? That's that little dog. Is it's that the, the mom's, mom? Mom's little Yorkie or whatever. Okay, so I guess the Yorkie and George explore the mall, and Lyle <laughs> returning from jail with a shaved head and an eye patch. Oh my god. <laughs> So there was, there was supposed to be more Lyle. It just got cut out. <laughs> My uh, uh, mom, mom responded. Okay. She says, I don't remember anything but Bren Brandon Frazier, <laughs> close enough, uh, running around in his underpants or something. Also, a nerdy blonde guy in a safari hat, which is just not in the movie And maybe movie she's thinking of Lyle. I think she's talking about Lyle. Yeah. <laughs> Can you ask mom if she thought Brendan Fraser running around in his underwear was hot? Yeah. Did you find? I'm gonna still Brandon spell it Brandon Frazier. Frazier. Hot in the movie. Allegra wants to know. I'm not gonna be like. I want to know. I'm gonna text her right now saying I didn't say that shit. You just said that shit. <laughs> She's not gonna listen to our podcast. She's yes, she listen. will. Yeah. Yes, she, she listens will. to my Degrassi one. She listened to Cole's podcast, Lady yeah, Fingers. Yeah, so she'll listen to ours. Um, I mean, not too much more fun facts. Can't really think of anything. What happened around this release? I don't know what happened in '97. So Princess Diana died. Yes. Titanic came out at the end of the year. Um, I was I, I wasn't the youngest was child in anymore, and I was pretty pissed about it. <laughs> uh, Bill Clinton began his second term. That means Monica Lewinsky was happening. Spice Girls were on top of the world, which will segue us into what movie I'm going to choose for next week. Santa Monica jury finds former football legend O.J. Simpson liable for the deaths of Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman. Uh... Fun year for this this movie. <laughs> um, in in on the same day. Did Space Jam come out this year? Ooh, no, Space Jam a... was earlier. I thought ninety six. That should be on our list before the LeBron James movie comes out. Well, I think that's about it. 
that closes up our first episode ever as the Latchkey Sibs. Um, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Latchkey Sibs. Um, you can also follow each of our individual socials if you so please. I am at Dad Dad Not Good on Instagram and at Baccaroni on Twitter. <laughs> and I am Holland Tacular on Instagram and Twitter. And I am Koala T14 on Twitter. And so next week, I will be the movie Defender. And I think I did hint that I was going to choose Spice World before, but that is actually not available to watch literally anywhere. So <laughs> um, instead, I'm going to be choosing Like Mike. We're playing basketball next week. Let's get into it. Yeah.